Welcome to a Healthy Move podcast. I'm your host, Di Shepherd, a reformed corporate workaholic turned health and wellness advocate and women's fitness coach. I'm also mum to an energetic little boy and Aussie expat with a passion for embracing ways to live a renewed, healthier way of life. Join me each week as I share hints, tips, and real conversations on all things health, fitness, and well-being to help make a healthy move for a life that you love. Hey there, and welcome back to a Healthy Move podcast. I'm your host, Di Shepherd, and thank you so much for choosing to spend a little bit of your day and time with me today. And if you do enjoy tuning in each week, I would be so appreciative if you could just take a few minutes to head on over to the review section of your favorite podcast app and leave me a quick review as it really does help me get the podcast into more listeners ears and allow more people to make their own healthy move too. So today is a solo episode where I'm going to share the top five things that helped me kickstart my own healthy move when I first got started on my health and fitness journey. Now, these are super simple things that you can implement as part of your daily routine, and I still use them to this day as a baseline foundation to my health and fitness. And it's what I go back to regularly if I ever find myself either getting off track or need to get back into things after a setback like illness or injury. So let's dive right in with my number one tip, and that's to get your water intake right. Now, water is so important to help you not only stay hydrated, but it also helps you flush out bad toxins and carry essential nutrients to the rest of your body, along with assisting you with your mood and your energy too. Plus, I've covered this in a previous episode as well, but I'll mention it here as well that the signal for thirst in our bodies can sometimes also be confused with hunger. So staying on track with your water will assist you to avoid things like snacking and overeating as well. Make sure you are aiming for at least two liters of water a day and more on intense exercise days or hot humid days, particularly if you're living in a hot region like I do here in Singapore, then you are probably going to need more water on board to help you stay well hydrated. Now, if you haven't been used to drinking the right amount of water each day, I suggest noting the difference that this makes to your mood and your appetite once you are able to reach the right levels consistently. And if you're not used to drinking two liters or more of water each day, please don't just dive in and chug on down with the two liters in just a few minutes. This will pretty much just go straight through you and defeat the purpose of fueling the organs in your body and deriving all those added benefits. So just make sure you are sipping on your water regularly throughout the day. My number two tip to implement is walking. Now, please know that you don't have to set out all guns blazing with a full-blown exercise routine when you're just starting out on your health and fitness journey or getting back into a fitness routine after a setback like illness or injury. It makes much more sense to start off slowly and walking is something that I still do every day as part of my health and fitness plan. 
Walking is such a good cardiovascular activity and pretty much anyone can do it unless, of course, you have some kind of limiting disability. Walking is so good to get your muscles moving, create movement, create endorphins and create energy to fuel your mind as well as your body. So I highly encourage everyone to ensure they get in at least a 10 to 15 minute walk a day. More, of course, if you have extra time on your hands, or you can also just simply aim for getting in 10,000 steps a day. So as I mentioned, I incorporate walking into my fitness routine every day. I have a dog, so I love to walk her. So she's a great walking and accountability partner. And I also love to go hiking with friends, which is also another great way of staying accountable to get it done. Um, I love doing this on the local nature trails here in Singapore for a longer, more intense walking activity too, because you can then you know, incorporate some of the hills around the area and the different terrain, which makes walking a little bit more challenging. Now, walking is also a great way to get out and about in your local neighborhood or to change up the scenery and explore another area or head to a nature trail for your walk. Plus, you will also get the added benefit of taking in fresh outdoor air and some vitamin D. Just don't forget to wear a hat and a sunscreen when you're heading out. Now, my number three tip is making your health and fitness important to you and scheduling in your exercise time. Everyone can find at least 10 to 15 minutes per day to do something active. And if you're sitting there thinking, oh, I really don't have 10 to 15 minutes. Well, you're making time to listen to this podcast right now. And you probably spent well over 10 or 15 minutes looking at social media at some point of today or maybe in total. Now, it all boils down to making it a priority to you and scheduling your daily movement into your schedule. Get it in your diary and make it happen. If we make an important meeting with someone like the doctor, we stick to it, right? We don't reschedule or allow something else to take priority. We show up and we get it done. So make your exercise an important meeting in your calendar and make it happen as a non-negotiable. No excuses or distractions as every time you fit it in, you are moving towards your goals, getting stronger, healthier and fitter every day. Now, it's when we deviate from the plan and avoid consistency that we don't see results from our health and fitness goals. And find the time that works best for you to fit it in, not a time that suits other people. Now, that might be waking up 15 minutes earlier or getting it done straight after work before you're heading home or getting it done during the nap time or the time when kids are at school. When I worked in a corporate job, I used to get it done just before heading home. Or if I had to work back late on a project, I found that taking a small break and getting my walk or my workout done then allowed me to return to my project feeling re-energized and refocused to finish it off. Anyway, do what works for you and your schedule, but the most important thing is to make it happen. My fourth tip would be packing my workout bag the night before or laying out my active wear the night before. Now, depending on the time of day that you are planning to get your workout done the next day, 
choose the one that works for you. When I was working a corporate job, I used to exercise after work. So I would pack my bag the night before and sometimes even put it in the car or leave it at the front door to grab on my way out the door. Basically anything to make sure I didn't forget my gear as I could then go straight to my workout after work before coming home. And now that I exercise first thing in the morning, I lay out my active wear in my room the night before. So I literally wake up and throw on my gear right away, put on my shoes and socks and get my workout in. I find this helps me stay on task and also eliminates that extra time it possibly takes to decide what to wear or find my gear. So the big takeout here is to just make it as easy as possible for you to streamline things and stick to your health and fitness plan. And my fifth and final tip is to get organized with healthy lunches. Now, you should also be doing this for other meal times of the day, but I mentioned lunches here as I found that when I was working a day job and I started on my health and fitness journey, I was constantly letting myself down with reaching for easy takeaway options during lunchtime that were not necessarily nutritious for me or the wrong size portions because I was relying on quick fixes, someone else to dish it out for me, um, and the cravings were then setting in and taking over rather than being planned and conscious about what I was putting into my body. So I do this at home now too, that I'm not in the corporate world, um, whether it be with leftovers from a healthy dinner the night before or just having the right ingredients in the fridge to throw together a healthy lunch when I want to. So when I was at the office, I would bring in all the ingredients for a healthy wrap or a salad. And then when lunchtime came around, I would head off to the staff kitchen and put it all together. And when I did this regularly and consistently, I found it was making a massive difference to not only my weight loss goal at the time, but it also left me feeling more focused and energized with a more nutritious choice of foods going into my body. And also like the last trip, it just eliminated that choice dilemma. I just knew what I was going to have and I just put it together. And after a bit of time doing this in the office environment, I actually found my colleagues around me getting on board with it too. So I was literally inspiring and taking others along for the ride of my healthy move, picking up on accountability buddies in the office as well. And then we would decide who was in for the week and I would go and get extra groceries and we would split the bill and then build our lunches together and sit and eat together too. So it sounds a bit weird, rather like a lunchtime cult, but it was actually really fun and we were all eating healthier together. Plus, I also reckon the productivity in the office went up too, since we were not heading out for lunch and feeding our brains with nutritious food. Anyway, you don't need to be in a day job to reap the benefits of this. Just having your lunches and other mealtimes organized in advance with a bit of planning around what you are going to eat can really help give you that kickstart you need with the nutrition side of things too. All right, so there you have it. They are my five simple things to kickstart your health and fitness. Number one is water intake. Number two, walking. Number three, making it important to you and carving out at least 10 to 15 minutes every day and scheduling it in and getting it done. Number four is packing or laying out your workout gear the night before. And number five is getting organized with healthy lunches and or other mealtimes. 
So that's it for today's episode. Lastly, I want you to decide which one of those five tips you will focus on for this week to give your health and fitness journey a bit of a boost. And also remember to keep them as your foundational baselines to come back to at any time. Just like I do, if you get off track after illness or an injury or just need to restart for whatever reason, it's a really good foundational list to come back to at any time. Well, I hope you found today's episode helpful. And if you did, I always appreciate it if you take a screenshot and share it to Instagram and tag me so I can pop on over and say hi. Or you can also send me a quick DM. My handle is at a healthy move. All right, thanks so much for tuning in and I look forward to chatting to you again next time. Thanks so much for joining me and I do hope you enjoyed today's episode. If you love what you're hearing, please share the love and tell your friends about the podcast. I would be super grateful if you could rate, review or subscribe to help more people embrace a healthy move. For more resources or details about today's episode, you can head on over to ahealthymove.com or reach out to me with your thoughts and ideas about the podcast anytime via Instagram. My handle is at ahealthymove. And I'll chat to you on the next episode real soon.